This is the Rolling with Tay podcast. I'm your host, Tasia, a.k.a. Tay. And this is episode 17. And today's guest is Sarah. Um, I met Sarah last year at a skate event in NYC. Um, and our mutual skate buddy, Mike, introduced us briefly. And he said, oh, uh, yeah, you got to meet Sarah. She skated 90 miles from Athens to Atlanta. And <laughs> I felt like I looked at her how people look at me when I tell them I've uh, ridden 100 miles on my bike. Like, I, I, think, <laughs> I think that's <laughs> I was like, what? People do that? But, yes, people do that. <laughs> There's an actual event called Athens to Atlanta, um, which we'll talk about later. But, um, yeah. Sarah is really dope. Um, we don't really know each other like <laughs> like that, but I've been stalking her Instagram page a little bit, and um, she's doing some dope stuff, and she's have done some dope stuff. Um, she's a, a skate instructor, um, ambassador for the brand Rollerbraid. Uh, she's a part of the Wednesday Night Skate in NYC. Um, probably a bunch of other stuff that she's a part of that I'm missing but yeah I just want to thank you for being a guest on my podcast oh thank you for having me (laughs) you're welcome and uh yeah um I hope I got your introduction right oh you are a skating instructor you are a rollerblade ambassador I am I am a skate instructor and a rollerblade ambassador and I'm on staff on Wednesday night skate um, and then with the Empire Skate Club of New York, I don't have like an official title, but I help plan the Big Apple Roll every year, which is an annual street skating event. And um, probably the thing that takes up most of my time is that I am um, a competitive speed skater. So I train twice a day um, with the, uh, so I like, I travel around the country and go to like various skating meets. Um, so uh, and then I do, and then fall racing season is coming up. So I do marathons too. So that's like the bulk of my time is, is all this training. Wow. Dang. See, look at that. All right. We, <laughs> we, all right. We're going to get into that. All okay. right. So first, how did you even begin skating? Like what, what was the thing that said, you know, that you said like, okay, I want to start skating. Did you start ice skating first and then make that transition or was it just, um skating no um so actually I started because I was looking for a better way to commute in the city um and I was living in an apartment with two roommates at the time and we just like didn't really have room for bikes and so I just started thinking okay like what can I how else can I get around the city um and I started thinking about skating and at the time it just seemed kind of like the funniest thing to me. And I did a little research on it and I found Wednesday night skate and the central park dance skate circle. And I was like, okay, no, this is actually a thing that people do. So I bought a pair of $60 skates from Dick's sporting goods. Um, and I, they said they were boy size five through eight, which I didn't really understand what that meant at the time. Um, it didn't, wasn't until much later I discovered they were adjustable so they could go from five, from size five to eight. So I had been skating around with one like a size eight and one like a size Whoa. five. Um, and I showed up at Central Park Skate Patrol and they fixed that like pretty quickly. Um, and that was really where I learned how to skate in the street. I had grown up, I'm from High Point, North Carolina. 
and we have a really great uh, speed skating team here. Of course, I didn't know that growing up, mm-hmm. um, but I had been like in and out of rinks my entire childhood. Um, but that was that was in a rink, so it was different. So when I showed up for Central Park Skate Patrol um, or for the for the school there, I learned how to skate in the street, how to stop effectively, um, how to navigate stuff, and the big apple big apple roll was coming coming up right after that. And that was where I really kind of like solidified the fact that I was, I was going to be a street skater. Wow. (laughs) (laughs) That, you know what? Kudos to you um, for like, I know people who've skated and like they've skated their whole lives, but never like thought about street skating. Um, and you just thought about it like, all right, well, I need a way to commute. Like, yeah. <laughs> so you had your, you had like your book bag on your, your, like, I, like I've seen one person in my entire life thus far <laughs> <laughs> commuting to work on sixth <laughs> Avenue every day. This woman, I would look at this woman and I'd be so amazed. Cause she's just in oh the my street. Have you? Do you know who I'm talking yeah, about? Yeah, the funny thing is, I know exactly who you're talking about. I have also seen this woman. Um, I mean, she doesn't come to like any of the social skates, I don't think. But like every time I see her, I'm like, oh, how do I not know you? Um, I know exactly who you're talking about. That's so funny. And I would just see her and I'd be like, wow, she is okay. She's commuting <laughs> to work, and wow, yeah, um, that's a thing. <laughs> it is a thing. Yeah, I don't think. I don't think I commuted to work. I actually don't think I commuted to work very much, like, after the beginning. Mm-hmm. Um, because it was about – it was the next year that I discovered uh, speed skating. Mm-hmm. Um, and I had been – when I got into skating in general, I had been running marathons. And I just was not – I had gotten to the point where I just was not in love with the process. Like, I hated mm-hmm. going out and running every day. Mm-hmm. Um, it wasn't like very social. Like if I had a choice, I would much rather hang out with my friends. And it got to the point where the last marathon I ever ran, I actually, um, broke my hip in the middle of it, like oh, a stress fracture, but I didn't know that because like stress fractures are sneaky. Um, and so after that, I just kind of like sat back and I reevaluated and I was like, okay, I don't think that I want to run marathons anymore. Um, because you get stress fractures cause you're not trained enough and I mm. hadn't been, I hadn't been training enough. Um, so surprise there. Um, so I did skate at the union in 2017. Uh, and that was when I started really enjoying doing skate marathons and taking them very seriously and wanting, wanting to train for those. And then that just kind of snowballed into this speed skating thing. Dope. That's dope. Speaking of skate marathons, I am going to do the New York city skate marathon in Prospect Park. Oh, yeah, that's a great one. It, so that actually falls on the same day as Berlin this year, and I'm going to be doing Berlin. Um, so I hate that I won't be there, especially because it's kind of like, you know, my hometown race. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, that's such a that's such a great course. Have you done it before? I have not. <laughs> <laughs> so um, two, of our, two of my previous guests, Mike and um, Alex, were like, yeah, skate marathon, you can do it. And I'm like, hmm. I don't know. That sounds kind of daunting. Like I do skate, but I don't know about that. But I am going to do the 21K um, recreational one. So get my get my feet wet or my skates wet. And then, you know, 
maybe next year I'll do the um the uh what is it the the 41k or 42k 42k yeah yeah so maybe I'll do that uh yeah no 21k is a great distance I think that's only four loops of prospect park which is like just just a regular day you got this yeah (laughs) (laughs) oh Uh, cool all right cool so the the speed skating yeah what prompted you to you know like all right now I want to speed skate now I want to devote to training to um traveling to different locations right to yeah then compete yeah so I have been doing marathons for a couple of years and the thing is is that the way speed skating is structured in the United States and I think probably in most places is that there's not a whole lot of transparency with how you get into like actually speed skating. Mm-hmm. Um, marathons are kind of, um, you can take marathons pretty much as seriously as you want, or you can just kind of just do them for fun. Um, so the way that, that the rest of speed skating works in the United States is that you have a club. And so it's typically based out of a rink. There are very few outdoor only clubs in the States. And you go to a rink and you do indoor, what we call indoor. So there's a difference between indoor and outdoor skating. So indoor is in a rink. Um, It's basically going as fast as you can around Mm -hmm. um, a track that they lay out with cones. It's it's, uh, 100 meters, like give or take. Mm -hmm. Um, And then you, your club is a part of like a league. And so your league is based on your geographic location. So it can be like a Southern, like the Southern speed league. Or I think that like if New York city was, were to have a club, we would call them like the Keystone speed league or something like that. Um, and then from there you, you go to like regional meets. So that's when all of your clubs like get together and they kind of compete against each other. Like you compete on an individual level based on your, on your age category. Mm-hmm. Then from regionals, you go to nationals. So the rules have been a little wonky the last couple of years because COVID has a lot of a lot of people haven't been able to train and um, clubs have kind of gone in and out because some rinks have closed, some rinks have opened. Um, but they're so basically like that seeds up to indoor nationals. Then in addition to indoor nationals, you have outdoor nationals. Um, and so indoor nationals is you have various events that you compete in based on your age group. So. I'm not really, sh- really clear on it, but if you're younger, you might have like 10 laps. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're older, you might have like 20 laps. And then that's that those are like your basic, basically your distances for outdoor nationals. You compete in this year. It was a, on a 400 meter track, but usually what you would do is you would have it on a track and a road course. So there, the track that I'm referring to is a parabolic track. It's a 200 meter parabolic track. We only have two in the entire country. We have one in Colorado Springs and one in Miami. And then you have like a a road course. But this year, because we couldn't get into the track at Colorado Springs, uh, we had to improvise a little bit and do it on a 400 meter, like your basic, probably like a track that people had at their middle school or their high school, like an asphalt track. Mm -hmm. Um, And so we competed in like several distances. You have like your sprint distances and then you have your longer distances. and so your sprint distances are like 100 meter, 200 meter, 400 meter, and then 1,000 meter. And then your distance events it were a 15K elimination race, a 10K points race, and then a 10K points elimination race. So that's very different than marathon skating. There's a lot of strategy involved. Mm-hmm. Um, 
it's there are a lot of rules but like you're you know you're going around a track so like an elimination means that if you're the last person over the line you're eliminated mm. um so like those are just completely different types of races that are outside of marathons that people just don't really know about unless I know like for me I really wanted to break into doing that stuff but I had no idea where to start because we don't have any speed clubs in New York mm. um and so uh it was really tough for me to figure out that process and like okay how do I go to outdoor nationals like how is the world team selected you know how Mm -hmm. could I get to be on team USA um you know I had all these questions and like really nobody to answer them because we just don't have we don't have a club like that in New York so um so yeah so I competed at outdoor nationals last week and then I'll be doing the marathons this year so um yeah I don't know if that was like a helpful explanation (laughs) no it was and it's odd that New York doesn't have um a team or a club like that like well it's it's definitely most of them are tied to rinks okay and there's also um and like we just don't have any rinks in New York right now we used to have one out in Branchbrook in New Jersey but that's still over an hour away mm-hmm. um and yeah we just don't like most of our skaters right now are, are marathon skaters I think in the city um I think I'm the only one that's like specifically focused on these other types of national events or league events um of course that could change like if anyone listening wants to come out and join me <laughs> that's uh, right <laughs> like, please do so yeah so it's just it's just the, de- the demand's not there um gotcha. the facilities definitely aren't there um so yeah so it's a little difficult it's also just you know in general like it's just kind of difficult New York is just like a difficult place to kind of kind of move around and and you know even like in some you know if you're doing like some serious marathon training like being in or like distance training being in Central Park or Prospect Park you know it can get like you know it's fun to skate in but like if you're going at those high speeds like I know that like sometimes I get a little a little Mm -hmm. anxious like since Mm -hmm. dog gonna run in front of me like I don't know yeah so um so yeah yeah, just a, a lot of different things. I wish we did have. I wish we had a club that was more serious about competing in those things. Um, but yeah, I feel you about uh, Central Park. <laughs> yeah, especially like that South Side. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like after you get past Tavern on the Green, it's like, oh, here we go, <laughs> <laughs> playing Frogger here. Exactly. <laughs> so okay, so with the Athens to Atlanta right yeah what type of event is that is that uh speed skating like I I I don't know too much about it I just know that you skate from um Athens Georgia to Atlanta Georgia right yes that's correct so is this like in one sitting like I would do a century okay yeah yeah it's it's one sitting how long does that typically take you? So for me, I've done it twice. And the first time it was my first year, it took me nine hours and 15 minutes, which is actually a, an incredibly slow time. Mm-hmm. Um, the leaders will typically come in around five hours, under five hours, a little over five hours. Um, and yeah, so basically the cool thing about Athens to Atlanta is that, you know, they'll, they'll tell you, like, it's not a race, it's a road skate. Like, you're on the roads. Okay. It's very different from other races around the country, like Skate of the Union or the Florida Inline Marathon or the North Shore Inline Marathon that are on closed courses. This is a road skate. 
So you can pretty much, the cool thing about that is that you can take it as seriously as you want to, or you can have as much fun as you want to. So your lead group is going to be full of like really serious skaters that really are, you know, are going to stick together and kind of duke it out at the end to, to hopefully win this thing. Um, and they, they'll come in around like under five hours. Um, and then the rest of the course is just littered with people who are going at their own speeds. Like maybe they'll find somebody going their speed that they can pace line with, Mm -hmm. um, the rest of the way. And there are checkpoints, there are checkpoints along the way. So you can stop, rest, go to the bathroom, something like that. Um, but yeah, so yeah. And there are also three different distances. You can do the full 87 or you can do the 38, which is from starts in Athens at the same time as the 87 and goes to mm-hmm. Dukula. And then there's a 49, which starts in Dukula and then goes to um, Atlanta. So it's a good, and they actually had to modify the event this year because they couldn't get permits for Athens. So it's mm-hmm. going to be, it's a little bit of a different format this year, um, but it's still going to be super, super fun. Um, it's a really like close knit group of skaters that, that does it like, like every year, there's like a really good, great, like core group of people that do it. Um, and recently New York city started taking a bunch of skaters to Athens to Atlanta. Oh, so it's been wow. really, really cool to have like our local skaters involved in that. Oh, that's cool. That's really yeah. cool. Wow. Maybe, um, after I get some more, um, marathons and, uh, just start practicing skating, maybe I'll, uh, give that a try. Do it. Just at least like try the 38. Like, mm-hmm. um, it's like such a fun, it's such a fun course. Um, and yeah, if you start with the 38, like you've already familiarized yourself with almost half of the course. So then you'll be like more prepared to do the 87 the next year. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Like that is again, like when, when I explained the, I'm going to do a century or I did a century. Yeah. People just look at me like, what? <laughs> people do that yeah people do that yeah no they do <laughs> they do they do but you know what I just never imagined that there was this whole world of skating like growing up I just skated and then got a little older then skated in the street you know downtown and then met some other people that skated but that was the extent of like, oh, now there's marathons. Now there's yeah. the speed skating. Like I've always, and it's crazy because I've always known about speed skating because the Olympics, but I never really like knew anyone who would like, <laughs> like, yeah, <laughs> this is what I do. Like, yeah, for real? Like this is, again, this is something that, you know, people do. And, you know, I know that's ignorant on, on my part, but it's just like, wow, there's no, a whole world out there. You know? No, it's completely crazy. And that's the thing about, you know, like I was talking about, like with the leagues and the meets and stuff like that, like, unless you're in it, like, you don't, you don't know that, like, it's not advertised anywhere. I remember spending hours Google searching, like, how do I get involved in this? Where are these meets? Mm-hmm. Um, and there's a group on Facebook in line talk with Mr. Rogers. And I would find out about these events after they would take place. And it was infuriating. Because there's just not that much information out there about them. And recently, and I do kind of want to like um, promote this this new website that just um, that just started called Skate Engine. Mm-hmm. Um, and I I, ta- I, w- I had a chance to talk to uh, the woman that founded it at Outdoor Nationals last week. And I was like, listen, like I spent so much time 
just trying to figure out how to break into this type of community mm-hmm. and and now it's like right now we have a website for it and that's just amazing because if you don't if you don't have like a rink and a coach and a league all of this information just is it's not really available to you yeah. so like we now finally have a website skateengine.com that is breaking down like making this a little bit more transparent for people that perhaps want to do this but like might not live near a rink or might not you know be part of that community already because it is it is hard to to break into and it's not that they're like being exclusive or anything like that it's yeah. just it just it just kind of is what it is mm-hmm. um so that information is just not super organized or easy to find so hopefully Hopefully that website will will break down some of that. Yeah, definitely. Um, cool. I, and I'll add that to the show notes. Yeah, yeah, it would be great because we've never really had anything like it before. Um, and so for anybody that wants to get into, you know, like the meat skating that I talked about, like the 10Ks, the 15Ks or stuff like that, you know, like that would be a great place to, place to start and like get information on those events. Yeah. What are your goals with, your skating career because this is a career for you um I mean yeah I mean well I mean I do have like a job that pays the bills I don't I don't don't think anybody in the United States has (laughs) is exclusively a speed skater um I think everybody has like a job on the side at least um but my goal is to do as well as I can at outdoor nationals um this year was my first year and it was a little, it was definitely like a little rough cause I'm like super green, mm-hmm. um, and just not super experienced in those type of types of events or in competing in those types of events in general. So, um, yeah, my goal is just to do, to do as well as I can for as long as I can. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think, and you know, I hope that, you know, I hope that I can do it. It's just, it's like, I train a lot. I work with a coach. Um, and I train like twice a day normally, not this week because this week, uh, it's the week after. So I've been chilling Mm -hmm. out a lot more than I normally would. Um, but yeah, I just, I want to, I just want to do as well as I can. And you will. (laughs) (laughs) I hope so. We'll see. (laughs) I'm putting the positive vibes out there. You will. I hope so. (laughs) So. You mentioned earlier you train, you said twice a day? Yeah. Did I, so what does that training consist of? So um, basically, so typically it follows um, a particular format of like you do off skate exercises, um, which we call dry land or plyos. Uh, so I think plyos are used in a lot of sports but it's just basically like like you know making your legs more explosive like box jumping or or stuff or high jumps like i do high jumps stuff like that or like Mm -hmm. dry lands is when you simulate skating exercises but off skates so you have a chance to kind of like fine tune your technique um and kind of get the feel the feel for like power transfer weight transfer um you know, proper positioning and stuff like that off skate. So like the idea is that when you transfer it to on skates, it's a little bit easier. Um, and then I do gym twice a week. Mm-hmm. Um, so mainly, you know, I'm sure you've seen you know, anytime any skater that's involved in speed skating or really anything, post something, you know, every day is like day. So basically <laughs> my gym routine is a lot of legs um squats and uh lunges and jumps and stuff like that 
And then I have like a, basically a cardio focused activity, um, once a day that I typically do those in the evenings. I mean, my coach really likes, really has like kind of like a bulletproof plan. So it's a lot of, it's a lot of intervals, mm-hmm. intervals on skates. Um, every week I have one day where I do time trials just to see where I am in like a sprint, like a 100, 200, 400 meter sprint. Um, and just do those to see where I am. And then that's typically followed by like a 10 K or a 15 K to, you know, just kind of get, kind of get used to like skating that distance, um, and, you know, have it kind of be in your regular routine. And then Sunday is marathon Sunday. So, um, me and everyone who's on my program, not together, but separately, Mm -hmm. um, we do a marathon every Sunday, wherever we are. So, um, yeah. And then of course, if we can't skate somewhere, then try to do the same workout on your trainer. Um, if I, I've been traveling a lot lately, training with, uh, speed teams that are not in New York. So if I Mm -hmm. am someplace where somebody actually has an indoor practice or an outdoor practice, I'll just swap my like cardio based workout for, Mm -hmm. for that. Um, so yeah, so that's, it's just a a lot of intervals, dry lands, um, gym, pretty much like every distance you can think of and just like wake up and do it, do it again every, every day, every week. So. Wow. (laughs) (laughs) That right there, that's dedication. That, that is, um, you have to be dedicated. You have to be consistent. Um, kudos to you again, because some some days I lay in my bed, like, all right, I'm gonna get up. I'm gonna go for this ride. And that time comes and goes, <laughs> so, <laughs> but you, but you, you one really want this Two yeah. are disciplined and, um, are just consistent with your training. So yeah, kudos to you for it. it well, that. thank you. I appreciate that. Not, it's not, it's difficult. Some days it's really difficult to like get out of bed when you like really, really don't want to. Yeah. Um, but it does, it does eventually get easier once you kind of have your, your plan. It was hard at first, harder at first. And now yeah. you, once you kind of get your routine going, it's like, okay, like it's time for plyos now. So. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's just like clockwork. Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, that's a marathon every Sunday. Every Sunday. Yeah. Sometimes, sometimes I get to do a half marathon, but that's not most, most, most weeks it's a full marathon. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm just thinking about it like mm-hmm. <laughs> your legs. <laughs> <laughs> um, Have you ever done 9W? I have. Um, there were a couple, there was a couple of years ago when I was seriously training for A to A Athens to Atlanta. And I used to take people up 9W and basically skate as far like I would plan these skates. Um, and it was, they were really fun. It was a totally different time in my like skating career. Um, but I called it like backcountry skating because we had a couple of, we had a couple of times where uh, we would encounter things that were not planned for. Like, I think one time my friend Sarah and I, um, both Sarah's planned, we planned this, what we called scamping. It was skate camping. So we took off <laughs> from the city and we skated with full backpacks to Harriman state park. 
and then we skated back the next day but I had scouted the route like as best I could on Google Maps but then mm-hmm. we ended up having one of the roads was just completely not paved so we had to basically like walk over gravel on our skates what? and then another one of the roads turned out to be a highway where the speed limit was 70 miles an hour so we had to skate on the shoulder um and I'm sure people thought we were the biggest idiots on the face <laughs> of the planet um but I started having to say like this is backcountry skating like I cannot I try my hardest to guarantee safe mm-hmm. and smooth road conditions but I can't so we might encounter downhills we might encounter yeah. uphills we might we might have to skate on a highway for a couple of miles like I don't know I tried um, <laughs> but that yeah I used to we used to go 9w was like our our launching point from for all of those and 9w is a very for those um 9w is a very safe place to skate um it is not bad country skating it's smooth the traffic is manageable it's a really it's really nice yeah um a lot of cyclists as you know you've probably yeah. seen um use that route uh 9w yeah and yeah, and there's like a bicycle club there on the other side too. So it's just like a really it's a really cool thing to do. Yeah, it is. Definitely. Um never thought about doing it on skates. But Oh, really? Uh, no, I I've always done it on um my bike and one time I was riding, I saw some skaters. I guess they were speed skaters. And I was like, what? That's so cool. I was just so happy. <laughs> I was just like, look at that. Yeah, it's like a lot of people use 9W to train, especially for like marathons or Athens to Atlanta, because it's like it's a little bit, I mean, you don't have to, you have to do with cars, but like you don't really yeah. have to contend with tourists like you do mm-hmm. in some tourists or like commuters or stuff like that, like you do in Central Park. So um, it's a really great place to get in some uninterrupted, uninterrupted skating. Yeah. Cool. That's dope. Um, how many pair of skates do you own? Oh, um, well, I'm a rollerblade investor, so I have my trusty rollerblades, um, which I use for skating in the streets because they're super comfortable. Um, and then I have a pair of speed skates. So just, just two. Oh. Um, I actually just cleaned out, like, my skate stash. I posted, it, like, in the New York City group chat. I was like, someone please take this away from me. Um, no, I try to keep it – I try to keep it as minimal as possible, actually, um, just because – well, typically, like, once I'm done using a pair of skates, um, I'm probably not going to use them again. Gotcha. So, yeah, so just, just two, rec skates and then speed skates. Okay, cool. I'm going to get another pair of skates. Um, don't know when yet. I still have the my rollerblades that I purchased last year, mm-hmm. um, recreational. and But I'm thinking about getting some, oh, man, I forgot what they're called. I guess they're called what street skates with the harder shell. You mean like twisters? Maybe. I, I think know. I don't. I don't think that they have like a name specifically. I know that I know that there's like you have hard shell and then soft shell skates. Yes. So like your yeah. your rollerblade macro blade would be like a soft shell skate. Yeah. And then your rollerblade twister would be more of a hard shell skate. So people people really like both. Um, I think it's just I think it just comes down to a personal preference. Yeah. Okay, yeah. So I guess they would be twisters. Um yeah. yeah, so I I think I may get a pair of those, so I'll have two pair. 
Oh yeah, those are the twisters are great. I have never heard anybody complain about them. All right, cool. So that's what I'm getting. <laughs> <laughs> you should do it. I don't think I you will not regret it. Before we wrap up, is there anything else that you would like to say? Um, I think I've said everything. I mean, do you have any more questions for me? Like, is there any way that I can like flesh out some information on speed skating or like any events or anything like that? Or um, like, is there anything that you think that people would like have questions about? Well, I actually plan <laughs> whenever time's available, I would love for you to come back on and um, do a part two to this. Yeah, I would love to. All right, cool. Thank you. Yeah, I appreciate it. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for having me. Hopefully, and if anybody has any questions, they can always DM me on Instagram. Um, but yeah, I just hope I pulled back the curtain a little bit in case anybody's looking to get into um, the specific type of skating or stuff like that. So, Yeah, definitely. You definitely did. And there's like a a bunch of things that I, again, I did not know. <laughs> so, <laughs> I'm like, what? This is well, so, it's so interesting. To be completely fair, I found out about this stuff by basically annoying everybody I knew that might have an idea until I found the person who could answer my questions or um, I found, I just found the answer out. So um, if, you know, if somebody else doesn't have to go through that process, <laughs> that would, that would be great. <laughs> cool. 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 Thank you so much, Sarah. I really appreciate you. you being a guest. And I, like I said, I definitely want to have you back on because, awesome. you know, um, there's so many, facets of the skating community like you said that we don't know about and we yeah. only see one type or um we just don't know yeah. and um I'm just trying to interview people so information is out there as well as you know like people enjoy doing you know people enjoy skating people enjoy cycling people enjoy swimming like this podcast is to I want to interview people who enjoy doing these things and, you know, shed light on why they enjoy doing it and hopefully get some more people involved in doing these activities. Yeah, that would be great. So thank you for, for your work on this podcast and, you know, creating something that um, people can listen to because skating is a, is a French sport. So it's nice to have like media out there dedicated to it. Yeah, Definitely. Definitely. <laughs> <laughs> this has been the Rolling with Tay podcast, episode 17. Thank you for listening, and thank you to my guest, Sarah. Thank you.